everybody, welcome to Toon Time, the adult show for children's cartoons. Is that what we're calling it? Am I getting that right? Uh, sure. I feel like it changes every week, but you know, you get yeah. it. You know. We need to lock down an intro. <laughs> It's, it's it's nonsense. Yeah. Just like the show we're talking about today. Absolute nonsense. Yes. Angry Beavers. Yes. Oh my god. Crazy. See, the thing is, like, I always look for some sort of deeper meaning in all the shows that we're looking into, but this is really just there's nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> I mean, and and, well, and don't try to make the argument that oh, there's a there's a there's a lesson. No, there no, fucking isn't. I don't think. Like, don't be a dink. Like that was the lesson in mine. I guess. I mean, no, I think there was maybe not a lesson, but like, it's just about siblings. It's just silly. It's just nonsense. It's silly, it's just fun. silly siblings, just like this show. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Well, okay. Here, I have the uh, the wiki page. Yeah, you want to give us a rundown of the Angry Beavers? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Angry Beavers is an American animated sitcom created by Mitch Schauer. 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 S C H A U E R. Schauer. Schauer. Anyway. Schauer. Excuse. Please excuse my butchering of that. Um, created for Nickelodeon. So series revolves around Daggett and Norbert Beaver. Two young beaver brothers who have moved out of their parents' home to become bachelors in the forest near oh, the yeah. fictional. <laughs> this is funny. Okay, the t- the the town they live near is called Way Out of Town, Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. So premiered in the United States in April nineteenth, nineteen ninety-seven, ran till June two thousand one. Um. Also appeared on Nickelodeon Canada, as we know. And yeah, I mean, that's about it. I mean, so basically, like, as with much sort of odd couple, I guess it's sort of like an odd couple kind of comedy. Um, so like Daggett, whoa, wait, this is, okay, oh my God. <laughs> Daggett's full name here on the wiki page is- Yeah, da- they got some crazy names. Daggett Doofus Dag Beaver, voiced by Richard Stephen Horvitz. Uh, he's the younger brother by f- only four minutes. Um, so he's a little bit like, he's kind of like the the wild one of the bunch. Like he's got like a really crazy imagination as we'll see. He's really goofy, um, really sensitive, really over the top. Um, and yeah, so he is the young one. Um, and then we have Norbert Foster, Norb Beaver, Voiced by Mitchell Whitfield, and then, oh, that was only for the pilot. Sorry, and then Nick Bakay, Bakay, Bakay. My God, oh my I'm God, not you on suck it today. At names, Meg. What well, the hell? I, I know I'm not on it today. I'm sorry. Um, so he's the older brother. He's pretty like chill. He's more like articulate, um, well read. He's got a lot of opinions. Um, he's sort of more like the voice of reason. So, whereas, like, well, I mean, that's, like, compared to Daggett. Compared to Daggett. Anyways. um, And then there's, like, a whole cast of reoccurring characters. We've got um, Tree Flower, Norbert's, like, on and off GF. Um, There's Bing the Lizard, Barry Bear, who's just, like, way... jazz bear way too chill and he's a vegetarian also that's like a fun fact about him but he's waiting for fish in in my episode 
Okay, well, maybe he's a pescetarian. Pescatarian. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so well, listen. In my episode, he's like, hey, man, quiet. You're going to scare the fish. But maybe he just cares about the fish and doesn't want them to be scared. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, listen. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then there's the um, iconic stump, who's literally a tree stump. Um, yeah. He's there often. Um he adds he was in my episode i think or was it yours mine no, it was yours. he was in mine yeah anyway well i mean speaking of i guess do i get started on my yeah, episode go for it. okay so i chose this one because of the name um because like i don't know if you're aware um that i have a degree in film studies <laughs> oh God. Uh, anyways and um so the I'll just give you all some, like, film knowledge if you want. Um, so the title of the episode is called Dag for Night, which is a play on the term day for night. So that's when they shoot, because it's really expensive to shoot at night, uh, just because of, like, all the extra equipment you need. And it's you need better cameras, better lights, like, whatever. So they often shoot day for night. So you should shoot during the day and make it look like night. It's got nothing really to do with the episode at all. But just a yeah. fun fact for you, um, it's also a great movie by François Truffaut, so check it out. Um, anyway. Well, also, his name is Dag. Yeah, no, that's it. It's just like they were like, okay, what's like a movie term that we can make okay, a pun yeah, out yeah. of? Right. And then they landed on that. Yeah. Anyways, I was like, oh my God, this will be fun. Anyway, okay, so they, episode They were starts, actually like- hmm? Like you can you can maybe overlook a lot of the movie references in this, yeah. but if you really think about it, you, there's like a fuck ton of movie no, references yes. in this. Okay, yeah, no, it's really funny. So, and that's kind of what I like about it because as much as you're like, okay, this is like nonsense or whatever, I feel like that was a very popular thing of the time as well. Like, just kind of historically speaking, we were sort of in that like in the peak of like postmodernism, mm. which. Um, I, okay, I, sorry, I don't, I'm like not trying to sound condescending, but I'm like, if you don't know what that means, <laughs> no, but like legitimately, if you if you're like, what is that? It's sort of um, kind of mm, okay. So like, The Simpsons is a really key postmodern work. So it's really like kind of self referential or like referential to pop cultures so like quentin tarantino's movies are very like postmodern. so this is around the time where he's like this is a couple years after he's released pulp fiction but like you see that in a lot of his movies are like paying tribute to like the movies that he loved growing up and yeah so it's just kind of like taking things from pop culture and like referencing them and paying tribute to them etc so i feel like that the, these kind of a lot of the cartoons that we're talking about like so especially like mid to late 90s i feel like that was kind of like a big a big thing um mm -hmm. that was like kind of taking place in just like art and media and stuff like that so I, it's fun to see especially like looking back because obviously when we were first watching these things like you didn't have the vast impressive extensive pop culture knowledge that we have now <laughs> mm, yeah. so it's it's fun to kind of like look back and like connect the dots and see little things and you're like oh okay anyway yeah. um yeah so basically the episode starts um where the brothers beaver are popping up from their 
little river. Uh, wait, what are like they're I guess they live in like a beaver dam. Yeah, oh yeah, they live in like a on top of a pond in like a beaver dam, but it's not a beaver dam. Like does it look like a beaver dam from the outside? Am I crazy? I just watched uh, this, well, but I'm like, like... It looks like a house, but it's made of logs. Anyways. It, is, it, is, it represents a beaver dam, but I, okay, it's the yeah, lavish version of yeah. it. Yeah. Because it's like a full house inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they kind of like pop up. They have like a little trap door on the floor and they just like pop up and because they scoot mm-hmm. under into like the pond and they go for like treasure hunts kind of thing. So they pull up this chest and they pop it open. And they're like, oh, my God. And this, like, red light is flashing. I honestly thought my, t- my like, computer screen was freaking out when I was watching it. I'm like, what's going on? Is my computer <laughs> broken? Because it was just, like, it's not the best quality, like, the thing, I, the link I was watching as no many of these are. But anyways, so, yeah, it was, like, flashing this, like, weird red color. And they're like, oh. So, again, like, speaking of Quentin Tarantino, kind of, you know, the, the whole, like, the- Thing where they, the yeah, or like the briefcase or the trunk or whatever. Like he's got a That's lot of those little thinking. moments with like the light, and you're like, oh my god, what are they looking at? But I mean, obviously, they let us see what's inside, and it's a bunch of filmmaking equipment and um, some some movie reels. So they're like, oh my god, this is so cool! Like let's set it up, let's pop it on, see what's up. So they put it on, and <laughs> they Norbert is like, oh my god, this is the not so friendly creature from the off-white puddle who will eat you (laughs) (laughs) so obviously a uh non-copyright infringement like what do you call it i don't know whatever like a non-copyrighted version of sort of like the creature from the black lagoon yeah but like really exaggerated as everything else Mm -hmm. is in the show anyway like in ivana the yukon with all the songs that they did yeah 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 exactly kind of similar um so Basically, he's like, this is the the last movie that our favorite actor, Oxnard Mondalvo, was that his name? Oxnard, it was like Oxnard Mondalvo. They, they said it like Oxnard is the first. Yeah, name. Mondalvo, I think. Anyways, this like crazy name for this actor um, who made a bunch of like. Basically, it looks like he just made a bunch of like B movie like horror films, um, and. He's like, yeah, this is the last movie that he never finished. Oh, my God. Daige, I know what we're going to do today. <laughs> we're going to finish the movie. We are going to be directoires. <laughs> oh, my God. He starts talking like such a twat. But they always talk like that, like in both episodes. And I'm like, is this like why I do that? I don't know. Because <laughs> sometimes I like to just, I don't know, pronounce things in interesting ways just to like see what i can get away with no but um just to liven things up a little <laughs> just to, like spice things up that's how like exciting my life is anyway <laughs> um so he's like yes i will be the directoire and then like um he pulls out basically a movie. A, mi- a movie a movie a movie a movie um it's just like doesn't make sense i know i love it it's great um so and then he's like pulling out a bunch of all these like when they're talking about their love of Oxnard, they like pull up a bunch of like these posters that they have. And can I just say, I really, I really want to get because we're moving soon. Um, and I really want to get. It's like my dream to have like those kind of like B movie like sci fi film posters in like nice frames. Like I really you want, want like that an from actual a new poster place. of yeah. Oxnard. No, but like not the specific one, but just like the general idea, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, side note, but like just that'd be dope. Yeah. 
I want some. Um, so yeah, he's just like putting up like a bunch of these posters and they've all got these like crazy names that are just like so like, they're like vaguely similar to iconic sort of movies of that genre, but just like taken to the extreme. Um, anyways. And so they want to finish this movie and Daggett is kind of like all over the place and he's like, oh yeah, like this is going to be great. Blah, 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 blah. Um, but Nobert is like, okay, I'm going to be the director. And Daggett's like, no, I want to be the director. And he's like, no, like, you can't. Um, because, like, they have to wear riding pants and they ride up. Like, you wouldn't like it. And um, <laughs> so Daggett's kind of like, okay, fine. I'll be the, like, stunts guy. So they cast, like, their various friends in the film. And uh, it made me laugh that they cast... Um, the stump as the corrupt industrialist because like he's, a, he's like a product of industrialism yeah. wow okay <laughs> um anyways you're missing the part two where he built the giant robot oh yeah yeah okay so basically oh yeah so they build this giant robot to basically replicate the creature uh or the um the not-so-friendly creature from the off-white puddle who will eat you um, because they need something to finish the movie. Um, It looks like a mix between the Iron Giant and Godzilla. Yeah, that's a good description of it. That's a fair description. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And so anyways, yeah, basically, not like crazy amounts of things happen. Like, it's not so much plot, it's more just... I feel like this is one of those shows where it's not really like a plot, it's more just like kind of visual gag after visual gag. That yeah. makes sense. Like, I feel like there's been a couple, like, couple like that, like, kind of like cat dog and mm-hmm. mm, some other things that are escaping me right now. Um, the anyways, friends. what? The ripping friends. Oh God. Anyway, <laughs> um, don't talk about them. So yeah. So basically, the rest of like this, like subsequent scenes are just them kind of trying to make this movie and it's just a disaster and like every time uh dag tries to do something he ends up getting like severely injured and he's like okay i don't want to be the stunt guy anymore i want to be the actor so then they're like okay fine you be the actor so then he gets in the position of the actor and then like props fall on his head and crush him again he's like no i don't want to do this anymore i want to be the he says a a line that made me laugh what did he say uh i wrote it down (laughs) <laughs> he's like i want to be the directoire i don't care how much the pants ride up on me i may even enjoy it <laughs> so i was like ew anyway <laughs> so basically he ends up even does he even yeah he's the director at one point but basically like no matter yeah. what he does he's just like doomed to like terrible injuries which sucks for him yeah. but anyways it's the role he must play um so finally their movie is done and Dag is like, all right, let's watch it. And so it opens and you see um, instead of the MGM lion, it's like Dag with his little head through like a cardboard frame. And he's like, <laughs> like instead of roaring. Anyways. Um, and then what follows is basically some like Edward realness. So, you know, like um, plan nine from outer space, kind of that type of thing. Just one of like the, well, okay, so like Ed Wood was a director and he. Yeah, there's a movie with Johnny Depp about him, right? Yeah. Um, It's a good movie, even though Johnny Depp is being disappointing lately, um, to say the least. (laughs) But whatever. Um, Not whatever. I didn't mean that, but you know what I mean. Anyway, 
Ed Wood was a real person. He was a director and he had these like really grandiose like dreams of creating just like he just wanted to be a filmmaker and he wanted to make art. He was like so passionate about his films, but I like I kind of I'm like, was it just was he like a victim of circumstance or was he genuinely not talented? Who's to say? But anyways, what resulted uh, were like some of the worst movies ever made, like Plan 9 from Outer Space, um, just utter, utter garbage. And that's basically what this movie looks like. It's like an alien invasion thing that just looks like it was made in like a 10th grader's basement. Like, I don't know, you know, anyway. Yeah, so and it's like <laughs> intercut with some of the footage yeah. from the creature from the off-white puddle. So it makes no sense because yeah. it's like an alien invasion, but a swamp creature. Yeah, it's weird. Um Anyways, I enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was and, fun. and then I loved it at the end. It's like, the end? Question mark? <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, it just ends. Uh, makes no sense. And then they're, like, satisfied with their movie. They're like, well, this is amazing. We're truly brilliant. Um, they get a knock on their door, and they're like, oh, it must be Oxnard. Um, so they're so excited. They're like, oh my God, he heard we finished his movie. Like, he's going to be so happy. Like, blah, blah, blah. They open the door and who is it? It's the creature, the not so friendly creature from the off-white puddle who will eat you. And they're like, <laughs> oh my fucking God. But no need to worry because apparently he's Christopher Walken also. That's how he spoke. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, <laughs> wow, you guys found my chest full of family videos. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, oh, my home movies, you found them. Like, I thought I lost them forever. I'm so happy. Like, thank you so much. And they're like, oh, yeah, um, okay. And he's like... Yeah, we found them, didn't steal them. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, anyway, so he's like, all right, well, great. Like, thanks, I gotta go. Like, my date's waiting for me. So basically... My new girlfriend is out there. Yeah, yeah. So he goes like, out and, fuck? like, it's the, it's the robot that they built. He'd like put like a little like bikini on her and is like, all right. (laughs) Did you catch the reference at the end? I don't know if it was a reference, but when they're driving the car into the swamp, Mm. like in Psycho. In Psycho? When they push the car into the swamp. Oh. At the end of Psycho. Okay. Yeah. That wasn't the end. That's not how Psycho ends. Or, well, when he kills the blonde girl. Mm. Not, not at the not at the end yeah but he puts her in the car that Janet she comes Lee. in and then pushes it into the swamp mm. and i just thought that it looked like very similar the way they drove oh. into the swamp i didn't catch that but that's a, that's that's but possible it, since they're like kind of trying to throw a bunch of like horror movie references in it's very yeah. possible it's just a very slight tip of the hat interesting to the to the movie hmm so that's basically it <laughs> it's kind of yeah like, there's no real moral issues no, to go deep it's just, on it, i feel like that one was kind of just like one of those things that um creators just feel like kind of giving a shout out to stuff that they like and they're like it'll be let's make it like funny mm. and for kids yeah which i think definitely is, uh will catch attention of a child well yeah because it's like bonkers like i mean you don't need to uh, a kid would definitely watch this and enjoy it without knowing oh, yeah. any of the movies, but it's fun to, it's fun to like have that knowledge and like look back and be like, Oh, okay. Like I see. Yeah, like you have sure. like a little like inside joke with the, with the 
creators, the animators, the writers, mm-hmm. whole team. But anyways, yeah. So it was just fun. Like, like, yeah, no moral really. I don't like, don't steal from swamp creatures or like do, and then maybe they'll show up and be Christopher Walken. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, be careful kids. Be careful. No, don't steal. Like Toon Time Pod does not condone stealing from swamp creatures or any other creatures because they may eat you um but yeah that's it <laughs> unless you're robin hood and you're stealing from the rich and giving to the poor yeah okay but anyways it, only in that very specific circumstance do we condone stealing otherwise yeah. don't do in it medieval times yeah in nottingham even today no okay you know what <laughs> move on you go. <laughs> uh, so my episode, yeah, uh, is called Muscular Beaver. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, like there's just so much innuendo in this show, and just just pure nonsense. My episode was a little bit, um, I don't know what the word is. There's just some things that it's a little more not even offensive, but a little more uh, e uh, yeah. PG. Oh, uh, maybe okay. Can- uh, I wouldn't even say that, but like it's just yeah. But we'll get to it. Okay. Um, so uh, this uh, episode starts out kind of like uh, my episode of Pepper Ann did, where they're reading a a comic book, mm-hmm. and uh, it's about uh, this. Uh, character called muscular beaver and i forget the villain's muscular name beaver. Uh, it's baron bad beaver <laughs> yeah baron bad beaver and muscular beaver is the hero and uh so there's like a, a theft going down or whatever and muscular beaver just saves the day it's g- your generic kind of comic book story but um mm. dag is totally into this and he dresses up like muscular beaver <laughs> and like like his costume's got like really big like knockers on it you know oh like like, like just like an like an old lunch lady knockers? set of knockers oh my on god it. don't be rude but <laughs> like but yeah <laughs> they're just sagging well i guess it, like, it's clear that he was trying to make them like muscular pecs but it didn't work <laughs> it didn't work Clearly. out the end result was not how he probably envisioned it on his mood board no, he exactly. Was designing his costume. So he dresses up like this superhero in his underwear and tits, and goes around <laughs> uh, on a wagon, basically laying on the wagon, and is kicking with his foot, and is pretending to fly around. And he's outside the window, and Norbert's just like, "Ah, oh, what a dweeb!" He's reading the newspaper. He's being mature, <laughs> being a directoire, a directoire of a movie, movie. Reading the newspaper. Yeah. Um, anyways, he's, uh, he goes outside and he's kind of just telling Dag, you know, like, bro, just don't do this in public. You're going to embarrass me. And, uh, Dag's just like, do, 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 muscular beaver. I don't know who you're talking about. I'm muscular beaver carrying on. Uh, so he, now he's going around and he basically wants to help all the people of the town. Cause he's really getting into character. He's kind of pulling some Christian Bale shit here. He's doing some method acting. Yeah. He's deep um, into it. Yeah. So this is the scene where he uh, bumps into the bear who's at the river mm. and he's causing a ruckus and the bear's like, hey, dog, uh, you, you better quiet down. You're going to scare away the fish. 
And he's like, I'll use my fish vision to see the fish and drive them towards you. And his eyes like go all squirrely and like all of a sudden a giant fish leaps out and eats the bear like swallows the bear his entire torso at least just mm. takes him away muscular beavers doesn't realize what happened he's like ah oh, don't worry they'll be back later whatever takes off on his wagon he's going around town then he runs into a bunch of fucking birds like baby birds and i don't know if it's like an eagle or like a vulture it's like a it big ass like bird it looks like an eagle yeah, and it's teaching its chicks how to fly. And so uh, muscular beaver, <laughs> right before they like follow their mother off the cliff, cuts them off and he's like, what are you doing? Flapping your wings is silly. I'll show you how to fly. Just sticks your arms out in front of you and use your superpowers. Say whoosh. <laughs> so they're like, oh, okay. So these babies with no life experience jump off the cliff. Go and this is the part where I'm like, geez, that's kind of fucking dark. Like he just he just convinced a bunch of gullible little babies to jump off a cliff <laughs> and then proceeds to chuck the rest of them like fastball style right down the mountain. He's like, there you go. But thankfully, the mother eagle is just like down there catching the babies. Mm. So it's like not all bad. But yeah, there were geez, no casualties. Like, yeah, no casualties. Just a little, a little messed up. Mm. And then he comes across a raccoon or a raken as we say out in the east coast a raken uh, a raken oh my god it's a, it's a trailer park boys thing okay <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> um and he's like spying on some people that are eating like a picnic they're out in the woods and he's like oh fear not i'll steal all the delicious food off their table Using yeah, my cloak, cloak of, of limited visibility. Yes. And so, like, he pretends that he's got this fucking cloak. He's not holding anything. He says he's holding his cloak. He can't see shit. He's just holding up, like, a, like a, a non-existent sheet. He's just got sheet. his arms in the air. Yeah, it looks like, like he's, he's holding up, like, a non-existent sheet, and he's just going, like, with his mouth to make it sound like it's, like, kind of, like, you know, like waves, like microwaves or something. Yeah. Like that, like And he basically <laughs> just walks right up onto the table in front of everybody. And the thing is, is like they're not reacting because they're all in shock of what they're seeing. I mean, yeah. And they're all like, huh? And then he leaves and the husband goes to his wife. He's like, honey, did that weird rodent in a cape and that blah, weasel? Blah, blah, he called blah, it a blah, weasel. Blah. Yeah. Did that weird weasel just steal all our food? Meanwhile, uh, Dag brings all the food and gives it to the raken. And, um, <laughs> sorry, the raccoon. The raccoon. Good God, I've never, um, I've never heard that one but before. But then, like, turn the corner, the raccoon's holding all the food now, and the people are chasing him down with pitchforks, and they're going to basically hunt him down. And, like, next scene is you've got these three local animals that are complaining to Norbert about his brother Dag, saying, like, yo, he's really messing shit up. This is the bear talking. And, and like, the mother eagle's like... He, he just threw all my babies off a cliff. And it's just like, yeah. So Norbert's like, okay, I'll fix this. <laughs> he proceeds to dress up as the villain from the comic book, which like then the bear is just like, they're all fucking crazy. <laughs> and, 
you know, whatever these beavers, they are, they're all crazy to, to each their own. But, uh, the thing is he, I guess he knows his brother. This is one of those things you were saying earlier where it's really about yeah. just like the sibling dynamic. Well, this just goes to show like how well he knows his brother. He knows his brother's a wackadoo and he's, you know, a little more down to earth or whatever. Yeah. So he has to kind of bring himself to his brother's level, dresses up as the villain, Dr. Bad Beaver. Um, what is it? Baron Bad Beaver. Baron Baron Bad Beaver. And um and then just goes over and like gets in a supervillain fight with his brother. I mean, it's nothing crazy cuz like his brother doesn't actually have powers. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's funny cuz like when he rolls up on his brother, he's like trying to pull a turtle out of his shell. Ugh. And he's like, "Don't worry, I will liberate you from this head case." From yeah, like, or no, he said like that man-eating rock or something. Yeah, that man-eating rock. Or something like he's like basically gonna kill the turtle, but mm. then his brother shows up and saves the fucking turtle. <laughs> but so it's kind of like it's more of like this verbal exchange of wits like between them, and like they kind of they they have a thumb war and whatnot. But yeah. then the brothers saying things like, "Oh well, you've got your powers, so you can do this, right?" And but it, like in real life, none of the powers make sense. Uh, Dag doesn't actually have any of the powers. Mm-hmm. So like when Norbert's questioning him on his powers and stuff, he can't really argue or prove to him that he has the powers or he can't like prove why they work or he can't explain it. So he just gets really confused and I don't know, just kind of dismantles his brother. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like just, he's like pulls off his, his little, uh, little sock hat thing and then at the end of that he even pulls off his own helmet he's like it was me norbert the whole time you're Mm -hmm. an idiot (laughs) (laughs) oh jesus yeah that's That's really all there is to it i mean yeah like that's the thing it's just it's like it's just like yeah visual gags like i don't know it's kind of weird but the best thing is the big old granny tits on on (laughs) dag stop being rude about his (laughs) <laughs> that's the thing though is it's like the way they're drawn is hilarious and he like when sometimes he'll rip the shirt open but he actually has a fucking chest on him <laughs> but there's this one giant pube that just like curls what? out of from between his pecs ew like just a giant hair and it's like his weapon it's like a steel wire <laughs> and like he's gonna use it against his brother and his brother just like plucks it out of him and stomps on it <laughs> And then he says to himself, he says something like, oh, there's no damage to his muscular structure or to his skeletal structure. Strange. And then they basically continue to fight. Mm. And then then at the very end, he, after he convinces his brother to take off the costume, he says, you know, you're, that's silly, but you're, you're, you're not that or whatever. He says, you're right, I'm not. I'm actually double O beaver, beaver in disguise. And then his like wagon transforms into a bond car and he's like, come on golden beaver. And then gets in his car and it zooms away and it's an actual spy wagon. I don't know. This show's wild. It is. I mean, you know, it's fun. I say it's this, reworked. Is this what acid is like? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, but I mean, I think it's like, it's worth a rewatch like if you just want to really like enjoy something kind of mindless and like the visuals are like nice and fun and there's some funny mm-hmm. 
any gags for sure. The characters oh, are yeah. just like so ridiculous, so over the top that like. Yeah, I like seeing you can't help but movie be. references or pop culture references. So I really liked your episode for that. Yeah, it's just, just a good fun, good fun time. No, definitely, and um, I mean, like in your episode, I don't know, maybe I'm reaching, but. You know, Norb kind of starts off by being, like, kind of embarrassed about his brother and, like, his behavior and stuff like that. But I feel like by the end of the episode, you know, whether it's... He kind of embraces his brother for who he is. Yeah, exactly. Because the only way, like, he kind of realizes, like, by, like, trying to, like, fight against who Dag is, um, it just causes him to, like, act out even more. And so by kind of getting onto his level then he can like relate to him in a way and yeah. get it to like a place where dad's like, okay, like I'll stop being a menace to society. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's an interesting uh, theory. I think you're onto something there. I mean, listen, like I said, maybe I'm reaching, but I feel like that happens a lot in these episodes where like Norb tends to kind of like resist dad's outrageous behavior. Yeah. And then not saying when he like finally, well, Norb kind of gives up on that, like, joie de vivre a little bit with his whole mature, kind of stiff upper lip. Uh, mm. You know, he's always in, into the books and the newspaper. Meanwhile, what's his brother doing? Having fun. Yeah, exactly. You know, Norb's not always having fun. He's doing things he enjoys, but he's not letting loose. He's mm -hmm. not having fun like his brother is. And th that the, that's the thing that's to be said when there, whenever there's kind of a more dumb, blissful, ignorant character. Like, they may not be the smartest or the sharpest tool in the shed, but, like you know what, that they probably live better and are a lot happier than somebody who's tormented by too many thoughts. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm reaching on that. No, it's true. But again, we shouldn't be ignorant in this life. No. We need to be aware. We need to be woke. Well, no, it's true, though. Be <sighs> woke. It's 2019. No, I know. I like, Yeah. Ooh. I don't know, man. I mean, as much as it sucks to like look, see, read the news and like just hear and see things that happen, I feel like, especially people who are like privileged enough to, you know, be safe most of the time and mm -hmm. um, have money and support and family and all that. Um, yeah, you know, you can't you can't be a dag all the time. No, no. Sometimes you gotta, you know, be a Norbert and take things a little more seriously. Mm hmm. Uh, you know. But, uh, but sometimes, like, I also. You gotta be, you gotta be the best of both. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I also just feel like, kind of for the sake of your own mental health, you do need to have, like, a balance of both because I feel like if there's no time to just be silly and whatever i feel like you get worn down so quickly mm -hmm. um and then you know if you take that time to be silly and like recharge then you can come back and be serious and be like a better ally or like you know to a better help or better hmm, citizen of the world i guess i don't know mm. what i'm trying to say but well you know, anyways you get it <laughs> But yeah, I yeah. mean, if you don't take the time that you can to like 
lay back and enjoy uh yeah then when it comes time to like get down to business and be serious and or be angry or like fight back against injustices and stuff it's like you're so fucking tired Mm. (sighs) wow Mm. life (laughs) it's only tuesday and i'm like oh this week (laughs) oh but at least i get paid tomorrow tomorrow's payday for me me too um yeah (laughs) on that note i mean that's kind of this is a short episode but like that's kind of all i have to say about angry beavers like i'd watch some more just to hang out unwind Mm, frankly it was a little just too nonsensical for me yeah i I think it depends on the episodes like i wouldn't i I wouldn't sit and watch it for hours yours was more interesting because of it it had a something for an adult to really i think there must be there must be more episodes like that too it can't just be like a one-off occurrence like for sure yeah but like i said i mean i wouldn't watch it for hours and hours but if you were like me yeah i want to rewatch it i'd be like yeah "Yeah, go ahead you won't regret it just had a furrowed brow like half the time and i was like what (laughs) like like even if it if it's meant to be nonsense it kind of like i feel like it just doesn't work or Mm. some of it was just crazy. Like a little too off the yeah. wall. Like trying too hard to be nonsensical. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. But it, like overall, I think I'm being a little hard on it. It was still good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. Um, yeah. Oh, so all this talk about like postmodernism, et cetera, et cetera, got me thinking uh, next week. I don't know. Let me run this idea by you. Um, just putting out some feelers. What do you think about doing Animaniacs? No. Why? Just kidding. Oh my god, I was genuinely like, sure. why? Because <laughs> you said it was such like firmness. Just no. <laughs> uh, okay, no, but yeah, are you down? Sure. Okay, that's what Let's we're do doing it. next week. Or. I say week. Wow, that's really ambitious of me. Um, next time. <laughs> but when, when did we talk about Animaniacs? Was it the Pinky and the Brain episode? Yeah, because I, um, I think yeah, Pinky and the Brain it, started right? as like a little skit on Animaniacs. Right, 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 right. And then it got okay. picked up and turned into its own show. But I think that Animaniacs deserves to be del- oh, delved into. Yep, yep, for sure. All Next right. episode. Let's do it. Okay, let's wrap this up here because we're doing not too bad. Yeah. Well. All right, everybody. Okay. That about does it for today. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Angry Beavers, Toontime, Megan and JoJo. I'm JoJo. I'm Megan. Bye. Bye. Bye.